Hey guys, it's your boy D and I'm here to serve you this tea. I hope everyone's having a good afternoon. I know I had an amazing afternoon. Um, I've spent my spring break in Savannah visiting some family and I'm refreshed, you know. I've shook off all the anxiety and nerves from, you know, my job and life. You know, because life is so weird right now. And, you know, I'm back. I'm back, baby. I'm back. So, you know, I just wanted to, you know, just jump on here and do a little episode for you all because I've got some feedback and a, a lot of you all like my episodes, which still it's still mind-boggling to me that, you know, I have fans out there. You know, it's people from other countries that listen to me because, some, I don't know, sometimes I, I think I'm just so nerdy. I think I'm just so so weird that no one would listen to me but I'm glad you all do I really am I'm glad you all do listen to me and take time out of your day and listen to my little raspy boys talk (laughs) having said all that I wanted to get on here and discuss a topic that's been on my mind for about a week and that's the black conservative movement and what brought this up really was this CPAC speech, and for those of you who don't know, CPAC is where the conservatives get together and talk about their agenda and how they want wanted to move and what they want America to be. And there was a black a black conservative panel at CPAC um, started by Maj Teray. Well, he was the moderator. Maj Teray is this guy who, he has dreads. He's a nice looking guy. He's very much about guns. He's very pro Second Amendment. He's really a libertarian, but you, he put this he put this panel together of some black conservatives who you know don't really have the exposure that say Larry Elder, Candace Owens has, and one of the women on that panel, Shamika Michelle. She went viral and caused some controversy for what she said in this clip right here. And I'm about to play it for you all right now. I think they've been able to do that by being more inclusive. And I think that's something that we can learn in the conservative party. There's not just one type of black conservative. And I feel like that's where we failed over the last four years. We propped up one type of black conservative and just because white people like them it was like oh yeah we love her oh god she has her own thinking you know oh yeah woo but that wasn't necessarily who black you know the black people really identify with and I like to kind of make this analogy a lot of people are familiar with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air now this is a story all All about about how my life got flipped turned upside down Carlton and Will were both conservatives. Carlton could go to Bel Air and he could talk to the people of Bel Air all day long, but you could not send Carlton to Philly to talk to those people. You would have had to send Will to talk to the people who had the same type of life experiences that Will had. So when it comes to conservatives, you know, being conservative, Stop propping up Carlton Banks thinking that Carlton is going to be the one to be able to communicate with the the wheels of the conservative party. You're going to have to prop up the wheels so that they can speak the language that people understand and share experiences with. And I think that's how we feel. I feel like the Democrats do a very good job of making sure they have people that represent 
all around, and that's what we need to do better as conservatives. You can't take Carlton to Philly going, it's not unusual to it. No, that's not going to work. And to, um... So that's what she said at CPAC, and that caused a lot of controversy, especially in the black conservative movement. You had people accusing her of trying to put racial identity politics into the conservative movement because the conservative movement, you know, traditionally has always been about we don't care what color you are as long as you love America or in, and as a Christian, you could be with us. You, you had people accusing her of, of attacking Candace Owens, who was the conservative it girl. And when she, which I will say, I think she was talking about Candace Owens when she said, you know, you got this one type of conservative that is propped up because white people like her. And it it was obvious she was talking about Candace Owens because white people do love Candace Owens. And you had people, people just, you know, saying that, that she just dismissed a lot of Carlton's or made it seem like if you're black and you're not a hood person or you're not from the hood or you don't embrace hood values then you can't talk to other black people or that black people can only listen to hood people and I get all that I do but I must say everything she said was I think she was right I do I think when you have an idea like conservatism and you want to present it to your neighbors or your neighborhood, then you should be able to understand the neighborhood. You should understand who you're talking to. They teach you that in speech class. You should be able to understand, you should be able to talk to and get people to understand where you're coming from because you understand where they're coming from. And, and you know, I love The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That was one of my favorite shows growing up. I love Carlton. But Carlton, Carlton didn't know how to act in the hood. Just like Will didn't know how to act in Beverly Hills at first. But they still respected each other. And see, I think I think that's what's missing here is the respect factor nowadays is gone. Especially when it comes to black people who, who disagree politically. It seems that every time there's a political panel and you got a black liberal on one side and a black and a black conservative and the other, you know, the argument is always personal. It's never about the policy. You know, name calling just keeps getting thrown, thrown around. I'm so tired of seeing, of hearing the words coon, bed, winch, uncle, tom, whore, demon worshiper, pedophile. I'm so sick and tired of them words being thrown around anytime black people debate something politically or, you know, a one black person in the room doesn't agree with everyone else and that person's automatically seen as the enemy or, or evil. I'm tired of that. Because you don't see other communities do that. But, but you know, black, black conflict is always profitable. And that's the sad truth. It's, you know, when black people argue with each other, that's always fun. It always gets views. People always make money off of that. But they don't do that with other communities. But that's a conversation for another day. But I understand what Shamika was saying. And, and you know, I think I think also, because concerning, because I saw people on her Instagram who were saying, you know, I'm a, I'm a Carlton and, and, you know, I don't think I have to change who I am. Or I've been hearing that all my life that I act white or that I'm a, I act like Carlton and therefore I can't be black. And, and I will, and I think 
that's that's also a big problem that needs to be addressed because from my from my point of view and I'm not a conservative I'm not a liberal I guess you would say I'm a libertarian uh, but I like to say I just don't like dumbass shit don't bring me no dumbass shit and you know and say it's sugar no it's still shit and there's a bunch of shit on all sides that's why I don't I don't mess with all none of it but from my, what I've seen when it comes to certain black conservatives, I know, I think a lot of black conservatives have removed themselves from the black community or put distance distance themselves from the black community because of toxic behavior in the black community and also trauma from how they grew up. When I look at Candace Owens, for example, I do think people have told Candace when she was growing up that she didn't act black or, you know, that, that she wasn't black, even though Candace Owens actually, actually is dark-skinned. But, but I do think that has been told to her. Because when I went on Shamika's Instagram, I saw people who were mad at what she said because that's been told to them that because they like alternative rock music or country music, that they're trying to be white because they're not militant. They, you know, suck the white man's dick. Or you know, because they didn't, they don't, they didn't vote for Obama. You know, they're Coon and Uncle Tom, and, and you know, I think, I think a lot of her feelings come before facts. It's easy to say, you know, the left is all about feelings over facts, but the right is as well. And I think people who are mad at what she said didn't get the gift, the grit, the how can I say this? Lord have mercy. Didn't get the gist of her comments. Cause see, and this and this is why I have to criticize that CPAP panel. Cause that I will say it was a really good panel. It really was. It really was. Cause you didn't just have one type of black conservative on that stage. You had a multitude of them. But I will say I wish they would have at least addressed the fact that there's more Carltons in the black conservative than Wills. Because I think for a lot of the Carltons, they were rejected by the black community and they found solace in the white conservative community and they shared the values of the white conservative community over the black community. And you and and I really do think that's what, what we see. And it's also the respect factor because Carlton may have like white people stuff, he may, you know, couldn't dance. You know, he, he did seem to like white women. Um, and he was a proud Republican, loved Ronald Reagan and Bush. If you ever watch reruns of The Fresh Prince, you know, Carlton is quick to throw Reagan and Bush. But, you know, there was my favorite episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was the episode where Will and Carlton are in college and Carlton wants to join a black fraternity, but the head of the black fraternity says no because he feels that Carlton is not black enough. And, you know, Will, who is accepting, is you know, it's so he can join. He stands up for Carlton because one, that's his cousin. And two, Carlton's not a bad person. But watching, when you watch a person like Carlton Bates, Carlton never apologized for being black. He was, he was just black his own way. Carlton never put no one down or was rude or, or mean or didn't come off self-hating. No, he was him. He was he was just someone who happened to be black, but he was also these things as well. 
and you know, watching, watching, watching everything play out, and you know the drama unfolding from what this woman said at that CPAP panel. I'm noticing so many different things, not only in the Black conservative movement, but also in the Black community as well. Th- that you know, for 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 some people, it has become you can only be Black if you are these things right here. If you know, if you're a hood, if you say nigga all day long, if you like hip hop, if you sag your pants, if you have long braids and you have long fingernails, then you are black. And I know, and I know some people might be saying I'm, I'm generalizing, but I've seen it in, in my own city, in my own neighborhood, hell, in my own family, because people used to tell me I act white all the time. People say I talk white, I act white. My aunt used to say I like white people shit too much. And you know, and if you don't fit any of them categories, you know, again, people will say that you act white. And that used, I mean, I think that has hurt a lot of people. Hell, it hurt my feelings. But you know, I was always going to be me at the end of the day. And and again, when I look at Candace Owens, I see someone like that. And Shamika was right. Everyone's coming to Candace Owens' defense, but when when. P. Diddy through that hip hop summer it was about black issues and Candace Owens was invited. This is back in 2019 and her and T. I got into that that viral argument. You know, Candace Owens seemed like she didn't know how to talk to black people because she doesn't. She knows how to white people, but she doesn't know how to talk to black people because she's removed herself from the black community. Shamika knew how to talk knows how to talk to black people because I've seen videos of her talking to black people and and you know some people who she's talked to say she has a point Candace Owens has some really good points Candace Owens not dumb however she just does not know how to talk to black people anymore but but seeing how seeing how Candace Owens is treated I understand, you know, why she has removed herself from the black community. Because we just going to keep it real. In the black community, if you are not a Democrat or a liberal, you know, people do love to disrespect you. The only time I notice it's okay for a white person to call a black person a nigger, well, I said a nigger is, you know, if that black person is a conservative. However, I'm noticing that's starting to change because... Candace Owens got into the argument with Noah Cyrus and Noah called her nappy-headed hoe. Black people who hated Candace Owens' guts would be under Candace Owens' pictures calling her coon and wishing she would die Candace Owens' defense. And and, I, and that just that goes with the toxicity of, of social media. That really does. But but yeah, anytime any, that's the only time I notice it's okay for a, a white person to disrespect a black person and call them all sorts of racial names as if that black person is a Republican. And it, it and that is the sad, awful truth. Because the respect factor is, is gone and the hypocrisy is so high right now. It really is. It really is high right now. And again, because people don't trust each other no more because it's gone to the point where 
if you don't agree with everything your side says that you must be working with the enemy you must you're just a grifter who's just using us for money and those people do exist or you know you're just turning on us because of the election and again that has happened I'm not going to lie, act like those two things have not happened. They have. But I don't think that's what Shamika was saying. You you know, you have to be able to criticize your own side. You have to be able to call out where your side went wrong at. And I think she did. The conservatives and the Republicans are off when it comes to reaching minorities. Now, they work, they're doing better with Hispanics because, you know, a lot of Hispanics are actively going to the conservative side. But when it comes to black people, it's just hard to do that. Now, having said that, because I saw people on Shamika, I saw this one woman, I had a conversation with this one woman on Instagram, and she said, black people just don't like facts. That no matter how hard she tries to tell black people about certain things in her family, they just don't listen. And I've been there before. I've gone to arguments with my cousins and uncles about politics. And you know, I'll say something, you know, they either don't know about it, they never heard it, or you know, CNN didn't say it. And if CNN didn't say it, you know, it can't be true. Just like I've, I've seen some older white people say, if Fox News, if Fox News ain't say it, it can't be true. So I understand what she was saying, but see, I don't think, I, I think that's dangerous to say black people don't like facts because there are black people who do like facts. There are black people who are in the middle. There are black people who don't mind listening to a conservative person. If, the conserv- if they feel like the conservative person respects them. But at the same time, the conservative person has to be respected. And that's why I keep harping on this respect factor because everyone says the black community needs to come together. Well, how can we come together if, if, if we're going to name call people who disagree with us, if we're going to tell them if they don't act like how we act or how we think they should act, then they're not longer black and then be mad when they don't want to associate with the black community no more. They talk down to the black community. I saw this one YouTuber said the black community is creating Uncle Ruckuses and if for those of you who love the Boondocks because there was a cartoon called the Boondocks Uncle Ruckus is this man who is dark skinned, has one big eye, one small eye and loves white people, thinks black people are the devil even though he is the darkest person on the show but see they did but see they did a they did a, a backstory of Uncle Ruckus and there's a reason he's like that. There is. There's a reason he is like that. Do I think the black conservative movement can grow? Yes, I do. I think it's still growing. Now where is it gonna go? That's the question. Can it go to the black community and make change in the black community? Or is it going to just stay where it's at and just make money off of white people? Those are the two biggest things that need to be addressed. Because see, when Shamika said you sending Carlton's to go talk to the hood, that ain't going to work. You have to, you do probably need to send a wheel. But see, 
the thing with Will, the thing with that is you have to believe what you're saying. If you were to send Carlton to go speak to the hood, Carlton probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have really believed what he was telling these people because he doesn't know know them. Will would. Will, the Will character in the Fresh Prince was who he was, just like Carlton, who he was. There was no faking it. I think that's another problem. People are faking things. That's why after the election, so many people turned on the conservative movement or jumped off that bandwagon because they were just using it to come up. You've had, you know, rappers get number one songs on the Christian charts for being a Trump supporter. You had people sell books and make the New York Times bestsellers list for being Trump supporter or conservative. And after the election, they all jumped off of it because they didn't use these people for their money. You know, they weren't they weren't just conservative just to bring it to the black community. No, they were in it to make money. Larry Elder, who was a very brilliant man, when I look at him, that's what I that's what he has become, I think. I think he has given up on the black community and, you know, instead will just preach to white people, create this echo chamber and make his money off of that. But see, there's a reason he is the way he is. I do think the black conservative movement will go forward, though. I do. After the election, I talked to my friend and she thought that Candace Owens was basically done for. And I said, no, Candace Owens ain't done. Ever since that, ever since November 3rd, Candace Owens has gone to so many beefs with celebrities. And, you know, she started so much drama with the controversy over men wearing dresses or fat acceptance. Hell, hell, she just said Meghan Markle is not a is not a victim and you know that's caused controversy and and you know Tia and Tiny do go to prison over these rape, rape allegations I'm sure she's gonna say something about that cause it's no secret her and Ti don't really get along so no she, she ain't going nowhere actually I see her starting her own network I see her building her own empire I really do see that for her I think she is gonna do that but the question is, will that go to the black community? Will she, will she go to will she take the Larry Elder route, or will she go to the black community? And can there be more than one black conservative? The people on that stage all had good things to say, but again, they're not propped up by the conservative movement like Candace Owens. Now I will say that panel was speaking in front of a mostly white audience and they got a standing ovation. Because I saw people saying, I bet you they scared them white people. No, them white people gave them a standing ovation. They really did. Because again, they were being themselves. Shamika was being herself. I've seen videos where she said stuff like that months ago on YouTube. And it is the truth. When you look at the liberal side or the democratic side, you know, there's more than one black person represented over there. The only person that seemed to be missing is the black Christian. But again, that's that's a conversation for another day. On the Republican side, this you can't say that. The black hood dude 
you know, seems to always be in the background. But I think that's slowly changing because after that election, you you know, a lot of things have to change on the conservative side for it to stay, for it to go forward and thrive, especially the black conservative side. Because best believe, you know, Candace Owens going to be okay. This council culture stuff is the best thing that ever happened to Candace Owens because she's going to keep calling out, you know, Hollywood. She's going to keep calling out the Democrats. She's going to keep calling all of it out. And she's going to thrive. But if the ultimate goal is to get conservatism to the black community, some things need to change. But I also think some people who criticize black conservatives for not talking to the black community do need to understand why they have distanced themselves from the black community. Because, you know, respect, you know, respect is a two-way street. I think that's what happened to Stacey Dash, because Stacey Dash is in the news because she did an interview where she said she felt like she had to be the angry black woman on Fox News. And, you know, for those who don't know who Stacey Dash is, she is Dion and Clueless in the movie Clue. That's her biggest movie today. She's done other stuff. She's worked with Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby, the Waynes Brothers, but most people know her from Clueless. And I still love that movie. I do. But, you know, she was a a proud Republican and she's a conservative and she was, she, she did support Trump. But, you know, she said she made some big mistakes going on Fox News and being the angry black women. And she was. She went on there, you know, she said the BT, BT should cease to exist. Black history should cease to exist. You know, she did come out bitter. She came out very bitter. But you know what? I Because I like to dig around, I, I found her blog and I read what she wrote on her blog. And I wish she had said some of this stuff on Fox News because all that stuff she said went viral. But, you know, the stuff where she talks about going in for an audition in the 90s and the white director was telling her, I'm not going to hire you because you don't seem black. You act white. Or, you know, why don't you try to act more thuggish or more homegirlish? You know, we don't want to educate a black woman in this movie. And she said a lot of white, a lot of these white directors and white people in Hollywood and even some of the black people in Hollywood have said that. When that meets when the Me Too movement really started and Harvey Weinstein was, you know, under scrutiny, she did a she did a blog post where she called out Hollywood said that it was full of hypocrites because, you know, they'll they'll quit to throw these black men underneath the bus, but we'll protect the known rapist like Harvey Weinstein. But you know, that didn't go viral. Most people don't even know she has a blog. But the stuff she said on Fox News, that went viral. And again, I read, I bought her book and I read it. And she was another one who growing up, she was told, you act white or, you know, you don't belong here. She said going to school, she had to fight a lot because, you know, people would test her. You're not a homegirl. You might live in this neighborhood, but you're not one of us. Stuff like that hurts when you're a child and you feel you got to prove yourself. And I think she's another one who has distanced herself from the black community. Because when she said that BET needs to exist, she's made a lot of money off of BET. She's made a lot of money off of being in black magazines, black-owned stuff. Because mostly black people know who she is. But see, there's a lot of hurt there. 
And I think going forward, if you want this black conservative movement to go forward and to grow, one, there needs to be more than just one type of conservative propped up. But also, if people can be aware, they can be a Carlton, but don't fake it. Just be yourself and respect each other. Because that episode where Will had Carlton's back at that fraternity, Will and Carlton stayed true to the end, best friends to the very end. A house divided can't stand. So if you see someone disrespecting the Carlton, then you stand up for that Carlton. If you see someone disrespecting the wheel, then you stand up for the wheel. Because see, everyone says black people need to stick together, but we need to practice what we preach, even if we disagree with that black person. And you all, that's all I have to say on that note. And I will talk to you all later. And I hope you all enjoyed that piping hot tea. Love you all. And have a nice day. 